Those first few days of January mean a fresh start for so many people after celebrating a new year. The commencement of this year, 2022, was an interesting one for many. On one hand, it was a return to normalcy with things being open again and people celebrating in person after a very uncertain 2021. However, with COVID-19 cases at a near all-time high, many opted to stay inside and away from large crowds. That's most likely how many of you listening would remember the start of this year. What you may not have heard about that kicked off 2022 for some who call Virginia their home, though, was a frightening scenario during deadly weather conditions on a stretch of the longest north-south interstate in the U.S., I-95. During the 2022 New Year's weekend, hundreds of flights were canceled to and from the Virginia area for the following Monday due to major weather concerns. On the ground, though, the worry over extreme weather seemed overblown. It actually felt like quite the opposite with record-breaking warm temperatures. D.C. having a minimum temperature of 53 degrees, surpassing a record held from as far back as 1876. Washington Dulles International Airport also set a record high low temperature of 56 degrees, breaking a record 50-degree low on that day from back in 1966. With issues like climate change, however, weather conditions can shift dramatically in an instant. Monday, January 3rd, there was a major shift. Temperatures were frigid throughout Virginia in the early morning hours. To make matters worse, snow was accumulating extremely rapidly, while as much as four inches of snow were falling each hour. Though the roads were rough, no state of emergency had been declared, allowing residents to decide on taking the risk. With many businesses opening up to start the new year, a lot of employees were left with no choice but to make the trip and be cautious. Residents of the Northeast are used to driving in some January snow and even ice. They never would have expected, however, just how bad things would get. This day turned out to be the largest snowfall of the area in six years, and with it being classified as blizzard conditions, it would challenge all snow-clearing abilities for the Virginia Department of Transportation. During those early morning hours at 4 a.m., there was a report of a tractor-trailer crash on I-95. With many of the vehicles unsuitable for these conditions, mechanical failures compounded with multiple tractor-trailers skidding across several lanes of the highway blocking anyone from passing by. Then, at 8.30 a.m., power lines were downed, causing major outages, affecting 500,000 customers with resources allocated to solve this problem, which could result in unlivable temperatures for any elderly and immunocompromised residents. Trees collapsed everywhere, with the aftermath comparable to that of Hurricane Isabel, nearly 20 years prior. These power outages got so bad that by 11 a.m., traffic cameras and communication centers of the area would go completely offline. 
By 3.30 p.m., that snowfall, which accumulated as much as 15 inches on some stretches, would finally stop. But traffic did not, and the freezing temperatures would turn that snow into ice as cars were stuck with no movement at all for 40 miles of I-95 in both directions. People would get out with their pets, allowing them to urinate and defecate while everything stood still. By 4 a.m. Tuesday, 24 hours after those initially reported major issues, as much as four inches of ice covered the highway. Drivers worried and very afraid would call for help with over 20,000 emergency calls fielded during the stretch. Some drivers were now stranded on these miles going nowhere for an entire day, with many of their cars now stopped and drained of fuel. One of those drivers was U.S. Senator Tim Kaine of Virginia, being stuck for over 26 hours on a drive that would normally only take two. His only nourishment for the treacherous stretch of time were the piece of fruit and Dr. Pepper he had with him. For others, though, they were worried about far more than their own well-being. Vanya Messiah, a mother driving with her two young children, began to imagine the worst of scenarios as the temperature dropped to the 20s and her young daughter's cheeks felt like ice. She wondered if her daughter would come out of this alive. Her car was no longer working after those long hours trying to get home, and the temperature inside would get colder and colder as time went on and the cold wind penetrated the vehicle. She begged of EMTs trying to get through to take her kids and give them somewhere warm to stay. One of those EMT workers was able to do just that and took Vanya and her children to his ambulance and allowed them to get some rest. Tuesday afternoon, helicopters were flown over the scene to gain greater situational awareness. And by 3.30 on that Tuesday, the last of trapped motorists were evacuated. Vanya and her children survived. And miraculously, so did those other drivers and passengers of I-95. For others, however, the conditions were fatal with five people dying within the states affected by the blizzard and its aftermath. Needless to say, residents were furious in the days and weeks that followed, many searching for answers along with who was ultimately to blame. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam took heat for what people considered an unsympathetic response, telling people that they should have stayed off the road after warnings were made. Many shot back that a state of emergency should have been called and that I-95 should have been closed much sooner. Regardless of those opinions, ultimately what happened was a series of many things going wrong in a very short period of time, resulting in a situation where residents feared for their lives on that stretch of the highway with no end in sight and no help arriving for hours. Sometimes weather reports turn out to be overhyped, but oftentimes things turn out much worse than initially expected. Either way, if you absolutely need to drive in such treacherous conditions, keep some snacks and water for nourishment, and make sure your phone is fully charged and someone knows where you are. 
Following an extensive after-action report conducted by the state of Virginia, which we read in creating this show, we would hope that the state of Virginia, as well as the country at large, are better prepared for the next time such an extreme weather event is to happen. Let this be an example. Sometimes you don't need to venture too far out into the wild to find yourself in dire circumstances. A struggle for survival may be just down the road. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting installment of In the Wild. To hear more captivating stories of real-life survival, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stay prepared because you never know when you may find yourself in the wild. <laughs>